Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome to episode 259 of the Effortless Swimming Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to look good when you swim. I know a lot of you are here to swim faster, be more efficient, and those things do tie into looking good when you swim. But I know there's a lot of you out there who are looking to just look good when you swim. If you get a compliment at the pool or in the ocean at the beach where someone says, geez, you look like a good swimmer. You have a nice style. You have nice technique. It's one of the highest compliments you can probably receive as a swimmer. So this episode is all about what can you do to look good. Now, it doesn't always translate to more speed or an increase in speed because sometimes you have to get a little bit scrappy to be swimming faster where you may have to get your stroke rate up a bit more, you might have to be a bit more assertive with your recovery, your kick and so on. But there is a bit of a correlation there in many cases. But solely today, we're just focused on looking good. And I was at the beach with my kids last week and we're down at a place where a lot of swimmers will go out. And there was a, a guy who rocks up. I'd seen him before. Actually, I didn't know it was him until he came out of the water. But I see this guy go out into the ocean and start swimming out to the first buoy yellow buoy out there and as soon as he took his first couple of strokes i noticed he's a good swimmer he's got a nice stroke and some of the things that made me aware of him being an experienced swimmer or looking good was you can just see what he was doing as his arms come out of the water with his recovery and you can see how he has composure when he's swimming you can see how he's got good length in the stroke so i'm going to dig into some of those things that made me realized that he was a good swimmer even though he was swimming 50 60 meters away from me some of those things that stood out now one of the first things that i think is good to know is the base position what i'd consider the base position where you should return to after every single stroke if you think of swimming freestyle as this constant movement where there's no stopping point or pausing point where it's just like you're running on a treadmill and there's no distinct clear or starting position really then it can seem a little bit confusing as to where should you be in the stroke. But I like to think of the base position in freestyle as when you're fully extended with one arm out the front, you're rotated on your side, and your other arm is about to exit the water. That I consider the base position or the starting position of each stroke. And if you think of swimming freestyle from going from that base position to the same position on your other arm and other side, then that helps you know where you should be at the beginning of each stroke. And if you get that base position right, then you're gonna set yourself up really well for the other parts of the stroke that are to come. Now, what is a good base position? Well, that is when you've got good posture. So you're long through your spine, you're long through your neck, and your eyes are looking either straight down to about 45 degrees in front. So we hold our body the right way, got our head in the right position, and we've got this length and this line through our spine and through our head. It's important to get right first, because if you don't hold your body the right way, there's gonna be a lot of wiggle and movement through the hips and through the legs and through the arms. But good swimmers don't usually have too much movement or wriggle through their body line. They keep it fairly straight. So that's the first thing. We need to hold the body right, have the head in the right position. The second thing is 
they've got the right amount of rotation and that's typically 30 to 40 degrees through the hips and through the shoulders but that base position it's important to get your opposite shoulder to the one that's in the water so your opposite shoulder should be just out of the water because if you have your shoulder in the water or too low of the arm that's about to come out of the water there then it's very hard to come over the right way to come over comfortably so if you think of your base position on one arm let's say your left arm is in front well your right shoulder should be just out of the water you need to bring it back a little bit to get that out with your lead arm the one that's in the water we want to aim to have the hand or the fingertips at shoulder depth so essentially you've got your arms straight out in front of you and that's where you're going to be most efficient and most streamlined there whereas someone who isn't as good with that they haven't quite got their base position sometimes people go too deep i know there are coaches out there who teach 30 40 centimeters below the surface of the water but it's just it's too deep it's not where you see the best swimmers in the world going to so i like to aim for shoulder depth or armpit depth with your hand when you finish reaching forwards so if you've got that and making sure that you're not dropping your elbow or dropping your wrist at any point there you're essentially just keeping it straight out the front and then the final thing just in that base position is keep the kick fairly narrow you don't want to be kicking too big you don't want your legs to be splaying out the back there so just keep them roughly within your body line when i'm running clinics when people are going through our eight-week course we use some really simple drills like side kick and 616 drill to practice being in this base position and getting all those things correct because when people are in the right spot with all of those different aspects of the base position they usually feel really streamlined they feel fast and they also look a lot better we work on these things straight away in our clinics and it's usually after the first three drills and two of them are sidekick and 616 drill where we've just ironed out a couple of the faults or errors that we often see in the stroke it's once we've done that that they tend to look very smooth and very efficient. So that's why I think it's good to start with the base position and getting that right. So if you're working on that base position, you may do the sidekick or 616 drill, but wear fins, wear a snorkel to get good at that and hold everything in the right spot. And that's a nice way to, to build up to a good base position. Now, once you've got your base position, the next thing that I would be looking to do is recover the right way. Now, good recovery will have, first of all, that shoulder out of the water like I mentioned in the base position but then if you think about being open with your underarm or your armpit you're almost trying to show part of your underarm to somebody on the side of the pool as you're swimming be open through the underarms in that recovery and feel as though it's the elbow that's lifting or causing the arm to come over the water because that way then your hand and your forearm can relax as you come over the top you see a good swimmer and this guy that i saw down at the beach last week nice and open through the underarm he had a high elbow recovery as in good lift through the elbow not where he's trying to keep his hand close to the body don't get confused with high elbow recovery as like a zipper drill where your hand's really close and tight no he was coming over open through the underarm hand was relaxed off to the side and he just looked very calm very composed as he went over the water with his arm so that's what a good recovery will often comprise of and it's a very distinct thing that good swimmers do you can see it from above the water you can see that composure and how they come over as a really evident thing of a good swimmer and i think that's something that most people can achieve to make themselves look good is that type of recovery there are some typically guys who are a bit tighter through the thoracic through the shoulder and so on who are a bit more limited with their range of motion. But I think for most people, if they practice that base position, they practice getting their shoulder out and they come over the water the right way, so they feel like the elbow's causing it, the arm to come over and not the hand, then they can start to work towards that better looking stroke. 
This episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Form Goggles. They are currently running a holiday sale between December 8th to the 20th, where you can receive 20% off your purchase if you purchase through our link, formswim.com forward slash effortless. So this is the best time to get the goggles for yourself or to give the gift of smart swimming. They're more than a pair of goggles. Meet the world's most powerful swim platform. See yourself improve with Form Smart Swim Goggles, including a free one-year membership when you purchase your goggles for only 228 US dollars. Now they've currently changed up their offer where you can now get the goggles and you have that one year membership included for free. And then if you'd like to continue with the membership going forwards, it's only 15 US dollars a month where you get access to their workouts, training plans and their custom workout builder. But you'll always have access to the real time data of the goggles, so you'll never lose access to that. So if you'd like to swim without stopping to look at a pace clock or your watch and get live metrics right inside your goggles, including your time, distance, pace, they are right there in your goggles with form goggles. I've used these for over 12 months now and I'm a huge fan of these goggles and use them for a majority of my sessions and find them very helpful, especially for gauging my time, my effort and my pace. And I think it's a very helpful tool for the majority of swimmers that I would normally work with. So to get your pair of form goggles, go to formswim.com forward slash effortless. That's formswim.com forward slash effortless. That leads into the next thing, which is soft hands. And if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you will have heard me mention the term soft hands, where we don't want to be overly tense with the hands anywhere through the stroke. Just enough tension to hold the shape of them so your fingers are reasonably close together. A bit of a gap is fine. But if you keep soft hands, then you're going to move well and you're going to feel the water much better than if you're tense. So I like to really keep the hands soft or relaxed over the top of the water in the recovery, especially with the entry. I'll sometimes have a bit of separation between the fingers when I enter the water. And then especially when I'm reaching forwards and extending. If I'm just cruising up and down, I'm not looking to go fast or anything like that. I'm just looking to feel good and warm up. There'll be a bit of separation through the fingers in the entry and through the reach. And I'm not talking much, I'm talking a couple of millimeters. But that soft hands feeling helps you get this nice glide or reach and extension as your arm is reaching forward. And then it helps you set up well into the to the catch because good looking freestyle won't be a hurried freestyle. It will be a longer, more relaxed stroke where you're taking a bit more time in the reach or glide phase of the stroke. Never pausing, never stopping out the front. You're always keeping in motion, but you will take that little bit of time through the reach. So good looking freestyle is never hurried and never rushed. And by keeping the hands, forearms relaxed or soft, that allows you to do it much better. And for those swimmers that tend to be hurried and rushed just generally, they're normally too tense straight away when the hands enter the water there. If you've got that tension, and this is a good right way, wrong way drill to to do in the pool, is swim 100 meters where you're trying to keep your hands really tense and your forearms really tense and see how you feel with your entry and your reach. You'll probably find that your stroke rushes more. You go quicker into the catch and you just can't have the same sort of length that you would have if you keep that soft hands feeling. Do that back and forth and notice the difference and you'll find that you're typically much better off with that relaxation through the hands and forearms. So we've got those things in place. You've got the right base position, correct amount of rotation there. You recover with an open underarm and the hand and forearm is somewhat relaxed. Then you enter fingers first, again, keeping that hand relaxed. And then you reach forwards in the water out in front of you, keeping the hands relaxed and soft still. Now, the other couple of things that are important is obviously 
a good catch and pull. Now, without going into too much detail with the catch and the pull, we've gone into that with other episodes. Many of you have done the five-day catch challenge, which explains how to go through that in detail. But some key aspects of your catch and pull is it's slow to fast. You're going to be slower through the reach, a little bit slower through the catch, and then you're just going to gradually build up the speed through the catch and pull. So you're a bit slower out the front of the stroke with a gradual build-up and acceleration out the back. Nothing too extreme, not really slow and then really quick, but just a nice gradual build-up. That will help you keep pressure on the water and build up pressure as you go through that part of the stroke. A good stroke will have this skinny S shape where you will go away from the center a little bit in the beginning and then come in a little bit towards the back. So it will follow a skinny S shape, not be completely straight or anything that's an extreme outward and inward curve. So you follow this nice line and path through the water and then it will exit just past the hip. There are a couple of things we wanna get in place and we'll see with a good catch and pull. One that we haven't covered so far is the breathing. So with good looking freestyle, the breathing is not hurried or rushed. It's just really calm, it's under control, and it's looking to the side. You'll notice someone who's not comfortable in the water. They tend to throw their head around. They look forwards before they breathe. They look too high when they go to breathe. But someone who's relaxed and has composure, they look directly to the side. They're fairly quick with it, and then they're fairly quick with when they turn it back but it's nicely timed with the rotation of their body. So we wanna make sure we're breathing to the side and just staying pretty relaxed as you go through it. When you're swimming easy, you can push out how long you go between breaths. So maybe you do breathe every three or four strokes, but it's not a requirement. Every two is fine as well. And for me, when I'm swimming just easy freestyle, I'm usually breathing every two. I could push it out to four or five or six if I wanted to, but I get into a really good rhythm when I'm breathing every two. It will normally just be to my left side. That's how I do certainly breathe to my right side as well in training. But just when I'm feeling good, warming up, I'm usually just every two to my left-hand side. And that's one thing I noticed filming Kia Melverton a couple of weeks ago was in every lap that she did, she breathed every two to the same side every single time. And again, not to say she does that every single lap in training, but it's just something that I noticed when I was filming her. But if you prefer to breathe every three, stick with that. Everyone's different, but just go with what suits you best. The other thing we haven't talked about yet is the kick. The kick should be fairly narrow, small, nothing rushed, but just this nice, steady kick out behind you. And that might be a two or a four or a six-beat kick. Everyone's different there. You will see some swimmers when they're swimming comfortably and they look good, they've just got a very cruisy two-beat kick. Some people can do that. I can look better in freestyle if I've just got a steady but comfortable six-beat kick. So it really just depends on what suits you best and what you naturally tend to gravitate to. So there's some of the key things that I consider to be important when you're trying to look good with your freestyle. And as silly of a thing as that might sound to look good in freestyle, style's important. And how you feel, how you look when you do something is part of it if you're not there just to, to race. Maybe you're training more for fitness, more for enjoyment, and wanting to look good and master style is important to you. And there's nothing wrong with that because we've all got our own different goals. And I relate that to surfing. There's no competitions. Well, there's competitions in surfing, but there's no races in surfing. And so it's about style. When I'm working on getting better, doing turns and doing these different maneuvers, I want to have good style and look like a surfer. To me, that's a sign that I'm getting better and I'm working towards something. And so there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good when you swim freestyle, which is why I wanted to record this episode. So that's the end of it. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you do want to 
look good when you swim and have an example to, to follow, go and check out Dan Smith's video on our YouTube channel or Kim Melbourne's. We posted one from her as well. And then inside our Effortless Swim membership, we've got nine, maybe 10 videos of uh, elite swimmers, pro triathlete and some uh, elite open water swimmers who have really nice style and technique that you can go and watch and visualize yourself swimming like. And I've gained a huge amount from trying to visualize myself swimming like these other athletes. So I think that's one of the best ways to go about improving how you look when you swim. Thanks again for listening. See you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.